Welcome to the December 21st, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 21, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 21, beginning in verse 1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever he wishes. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the hearts. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. A haughty look, a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked are sin. The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. Getting treasures by a lying tongue is the fleeting fantasy of those who seek death. The violence of the wicked will destroy them because they refuse to do justice. The way of a guilty man is perverse, but as for the pure, his work is right. Better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no favor in his eyes. When the scoffer is punished, the simple is made wise. But when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. The righteous God wisely considers the house of the wicked, overthrowing the wicked for their wickedness. Whoever shuts his ears to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be heard. A gift in secret pacifies anger, and a bribe behind the back strong wrath. It is a joy for the just to do justice, but destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. A man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. He who loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. The wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous and the unfaithful for the upright. Better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. There is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it. He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the trusted stronghold. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. A proud and haughty man, scoffer is his name, he acts with arrogant pride. The desire of the lazy man kills him, for his hands refuse to labor. He covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with wicked intent? A false witness shall perish, 
but the man who hears him will speak endlessly. A wicked man hardens his face, but as for the upright, he establishes his way. There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Friends, I want to welcome you from sunny Florida. It's my privilege to uh, be talking from Florida. We're taking a three-week break for Christmas from Karis Bible College. It's wonderful to be back in our home. And uh, today we're going to take a quick look at verse 3. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. I know I go over this again and again, but I really would like to get this into your heart, that this is a way of life that you guys should begin to think about, is to do righteousness. And that simply means doing the right thing whenever an opportunity presents itself. We are just to do right, and it can start with our family and our friends and our loved ones and our neighbors. If you ever see your neighbor across the street, you see them working in the yard or struggling with something, go over and ask if you can lend a hand. People are usually always welcome to help, and it's always a good idea to keep your eyes open and try to do anything you can to make life easier for other people. Today we're going to continue our study of Exodus, and I'm really excited about this chapter today because this uh, story is uh, reaching a climax. We have already been through seven plagues. Today in chapter 10, we'll be going over plagues 8 and 9, but we are reaching a climax, and Pharaoh is getting more and more fed up with Moses and Aaron, and he is ready to explode. Moses and uh, Aaron go into Pharaoh one more time, and he asks Pharaoh, he says, let my people go, and of course Pharaoh is not going to do that, so he says, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to send locusts, and locusts are going to cover your entire land. And so Pharaoh tells Moses to get out of here. And after they do that, this is the first point I'm going to bring up today. Pharaoh's servants actually confront Pharaoh himself. And I want you to listen very carefully to verse 7. It says, Then Pharaoh's servants said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed. Now, I am using the Nelson Study Bible, and I want to go over um, in my commentary. It mentions this, and it says, Egypt is destroyed, and it says, This admission by Pharaoh's counselors fulfilled God's prediction that the Egyptians would acknowledge God's supremacy over Pharaoh. So at this point... The servants of Pharaoh, and these are his counselors, these are the main people in his court, they are asking him, when are you going to 
do something about this because they feel their country is almost being destroyed and before long it's no longer going to be in existence. And Pharaoh actually calls Moses and Aaron and says, who is going to go out there when you do this? And Moses and Aaron say, the young and the old, everyone's going to go, including all of our flocks, because the point is that they are going to make sacrifices to God, and they do not know how many animals will have to be sacrificed until they go out there. And Pharaoh's actually willing to do not that, but he says, the men may go. And of course, Moses isn't going to go without everyone, but Pharaoh's saying, the men may go. And at that point, he cast Moses and Aaron out. But I want you to listen to what happens when the locusts come. Let's read, beginning in verse 12. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, all that the hail has left. So Moses stretched out his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind on the land all that day, and all that night. When it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts, and the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested on all the territory of Egypt. They were very severe. Previously, there had been no such locusts as they, nor shall there be such after them, for they covered the face of the whole earth so that the land was darkened, and they ate every herb of the land and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. So there remained nothing green on the trees or on the plants of the field throughout all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh is so upset by this I can just imagine the inner turmoil in his stomach, and he is probably seething. So listen to what happens in verse 16. And the third point is that Pharaoh actually repents to Moses. Listen to this. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God, and against you. Now, therefore, please forgive my sin only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. So he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord, and the Lord turned a very strong west wind, which took the locusts away and blew them into the Red Sea. Now let me ask you a question. What do you think is going to happen next? You got it. Pharaoh hardens his heart, and he doesn't let them go. So we are going to end this chapter with the ninth plague, and that is the plague of darkness. Let's begin in verse 21. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, 
that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, darkness which may even be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Friends, I want you to picture this. For three days, nobody moved. They couldn't see. Imagine putting your hand about one foot in front of your face, and you can't see it. This is how dark it was. It was pitch dark. Nobody could see anything. Pharaoh, I can just imagine what is going through his mind at this time. He is the leader of this land, and he's lost the people. Basically, they're going to turn against him. Although he's the king, he's going to get his way, but there's a lot of turmoil in the land of Egypt. But I like what it says, but the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. God made it perfectly clear that he is going to separate the Egyptians from the Israelites. I want you to go to verse 27, and it says, But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Then Pharaoh said to him, Get away from me, take heed to yourself, and see my face no more. For in the day you see my face, you shall die. So Moses said, You have spoken well. I will never see your face again. Friends, buckle up. It's just going to get better from here on out. This is going to reach a climax. It's reached his climax. Pharaoh is boiling at this point. But stay tuned. The last one is going to happen. But before we get to the last plague, we're going to go over a couple chapters first. So anyway, friends, this is a great story. And, and I'm hoping that as we go over this particular book of Exodus, that you are intrigued and that you are thinking about, wow, it is interesting. The Bible is interesting, and, and I'm certainly hoping that I am building an environment that would want to make you begin to read the Bible on a regular basis. This is the point of the podcast where I'm going to call to action, and I started this last week, and this is the last day I asked you to do this for one week, and what I asked you to do is simply to pay one compliment to one person every day. So this is your last one. So what you can do is just find someone that looks like they need a compliment, looks like it looks like they could use a pick-me-up, try to say something nice, try to make someone's day by giving anyone that needs it a compliment. The second thing is, this is the suggested scripture reading. Today we read chapter 10 of Exodus. I would ask that if you have a desire to read one chapter of your Bible today, 
please reread that entire chapter. It is such a wonderful chapter, and you can just visualize the feeling of this. I really like the idea. It says you could feel the darkness. And I know I have been in caves underground, and I've, I've witnessed what it's like when there's pitch darkness and there's total darkness, and you can't see even three or four inches in front of your face. And I can just imagine what that must have been like. If you're going to read the second chapter, I'd ask that you can continue to read the 11th chapter of Hebrew. This is the great faith chapter in the Bible. And of course, if you want to make that third step and read three chapters today, I know that is a lot. But if you get in the habit of doing this, it'll become easier and easier over time. But our proverb today, Proverb 21, was a good proverb. There's lots of stuff in there. If you feel like reading that, I ask that you do that. Friends, I've enjoyed doing this podcast today. I hope that you are excited. And Lord, I'm going to never close a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There is anyone listening to this podcast today and You've never taken that step, but you feel that you would like to enter into a closer relationship with God. I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth and die on a cross so that anyone listening to this podcast today would have all of their sins forgiven. I admit that I am a sinner and that I am in need of a Savior. And Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I ask you to become my Lord and Savior and lead me from this point forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if anyone said that prayer today, I invite you to reach out to me on my Facebook page, or if you have any questions about anything you listen to on this podcast today, you have any questions about please reach out to me, and you can reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.